Today's episode is proudly brought to you by Pigeon. For over 60 years, the name Pigeon has been synonymous with comfort, trust, value, and uncompromising quality. As a market leader in a broad range of mother and baby products, millions of parents around the world use Pigeon products every day. Today, Pigeon is recommended by many top medical and academic professionals to mothers and babies. And in 2020, they were rated by CanStar as most satisfied customers for baby bottles. Pigeon, developed by experts, trusted by mums. Hello and welcome. Well, if you're a soon-to-be parent with questions about baby bottles and teats, then you're in the right place. Irrespective if you intend to breastfeed, use formula or a combination of both, it's a great idea to learn as much as possible about the products available and how they will help benefit the health and well-being of your baby. Now, the information we'll share with you today is with the view of supporting you in what can be a very steep learning curve for many parents. To help share expert information and advice, we enlist the wisdom of Belinda Joyce. Now, Belinda is a midwife, maternal and child health nurse with over 20 years experience. She's also a mother of four and author of the the book, Survive and Enjoy Your Baby. Now, her passion is in providing safe, evidence-based advice and options to parents so they can find their own path to parenthood. Thank you for joining us, Belinda. How are you? I'm well, thanks, Rachel. Now, no doubt over the past 20 years, you would have had countless parents ask questions about baby bottles and teats. And so as a question, do you find that that it's one of the more common topics that parents ask questions about? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So typically, you know, what types of questions then do parents ask about this topic? I think they're often really overwhelmed when they go into the baby retailer to purchase bottles and teats because there's so many choices. There's different brands, there's um, different shapes, sizes, styles. Um, do they need to use the same teat on the same branded bottle and how does it all work? And, and I think it's just often a bit of confusion. I guess when when that is the case, it can prompt some uneasy guessing work, I would think. Um, you know, what is the functional difference between different bottles? Um, what does that mean? Um, which one is more suited to your baby's needs? And I guess there are just a lot of considerations, um, which is what we're here today to help by providing some evidence-based information and advice, as we said earlier, but more so to enable parents to make an informed decision about what bottles to buy. And if that wasn't enough to steer you in the right direction, we're also here today to learn about our friends at Pigeon, whose baby bottle range has been developed by experts and trusted by mums all around the world. In fact, Pigeon received the 2020 Australian CanStar Blue Award for Most Satisfied Customers in the category of baby bottles. So definitely they know a thing or two about uh, bottle feeding. Now on that, we published an article titled Baby Bottles and Bottle Feeding 101 for New Parents. Now for someone who hasn't read the article yet, can you please tell us what it's about and overall, I guess, what the key messages are in that, that article? It's just trying to demystify, I think, all of those choices that you need to make Um, in purchasing and using 
uh, baby bottles and teats and, and just knowing what the right choices are for your baby at the stage that they're at right now. All righty. Well, first of all, then, I just want to know how do parents know which bottle size is right for their baby? Look, most brands have um, a smaller bottle and a larger. The smaller is around 120 mils and the large around 240 mils. Uh, and so for a younger baby, the small bottle is fine. Um, and up until probably around three months, that's all they'll need. Uh, and the benefit then is that it's it's smaller and easier to, to manoeuvre and use and you're, you're filling more of it up with the milk. What can you tell us about the feeding guidelines also? Because we do see these on the sides of formula um, and everything else as well. I'd just love to know. Look, there are guidelines. We have our National Health and Medical Research Council guidelines, as well as all the formula tins and most books and things that you see will have guidelines of the amounts of milk that we expect different aged babies to drink. I think it's really important to keep in mind that they are just a guideline and we know that all babies are different. They have different requirements. Some babies will never drink more than 160 or 180 mils, even when they're over six months old. Um, and they might only have, you know, five feeds a day. And then we have other babies who smash down 240 mils and be looking for more. You shouldn't need to give them any more, but they don't necessarily have that off switch and they can take much larger quantities as well. So it's best to be guided by your baby, their growth, their, their behaviour, I guess. They're going to let you know if they're hungry and then also be guided with, by your health professional too. So what are the benefits of different baby bottle materials then? Yeah, so most bottles, I guess, are plastic. Um, it's really important to know that whatever you're feeding your baby from is safe and that it's, uh, you know, for instance, we look for BPA-free, even though it doesn't have to be BPA-free in Australia, we do know that there's some health concerns um, related to BPA in plastic. So looking for a bottle that's BPA-free, uh, plastic is, you know, it's lighter weight, um, easy to wash and, and use. Um, and I think you know, you can drop a plastic bottle and it's not going to break, um, which which happens. <laughs> yes, most definitely. Some of the other key benefits of plastic bottles, of course, that they're easily available. There's no shortage of plastic bottles available on the market. They are low cost. As you mentioned, they're lightweight and very durable as well. Um, but, of course, then we have um, the, the benefits of glass bottles. So can you maybe tell us about those? Yeah, so glass bottles could last almost forever. They're obviously heavier, um, really easy to clean, easy to sterilise. Uh, I, I guess they're a more long-term solution. Uh, I don't think they're used as, as often in Australia. Yes. But they are available. <laughs> you, you continue? Oh, they are available. They're out there and, and they, they're, I guess, no one choice is better than the other. It's very much dependent on your own set of circumstances. You will pay a little bit more for a glass bottle, but like I said, it will last almost forever. Yeah, most definitely. Some of the other key benefits of glass bottles, of course, that there's no chemicals. Um, glass is a natural substance that doesn't contain any chemicals um, that can leach into the baby's milk. They're easier to clean. You can have full sanitization and um, basically it maintains the taste also. 
Um, and they also, as you said earlier on, they've got a longer shelf life and they can last almost forever. So it's important to re- remember, I guess, um, that there's no right or wrong choices here at all, mm-hmm. of course. So um, on that, um, and sort of continuing on, of course, what's the difference between wide neck and slim neck bottle and teeth? I'd love to know. Yeah, so in the past, I think the slim neck, slim neck bottles were the more common. Um, and I think that now it seems that the wide neck are really, I don't know whether it's a bit more popular or if we just go around in a bit of a cycle. But the wide neck bottles have a much wider opening and then they also have the wider, flatter teat that attaches onto them. And we think that that mimics the breast a little bit better um, by providing a slightly shorter teat and a flatter um, top on the bottle. So um, they can be better for uh, babies that are mainly breastfed or if you're doing some mixed feeding and not wanting to confuse your baby too much. It is a little bit more work, though, for them to open their mouth wide and use. And, And then the slim neck have the longer, thinner kind of teat and they're a longer, slimmer bottle as well. And it is easier for a baby to drink from that. So a baby that's quite fussy and having difficulty um, perhaps using the wide neck um, might benefit from that the slim neck bottle with the slimmer teat. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when may I guess a wide neck and a slim neck bottle be more suited to a baby? Now you've just mentioned that the slim neck is more potentially suited to a fussy eater. Would you say? Yeah, a baby that's fussing around and not um, not learning perhaps to take a bottle. So if they're just moving from breast to bottle and you're having trouble getting them to suck and learn how to do that different suck-swallow method. Um, But it's very dependent on the baby. Like everything else with babies, there's no one-size-fits-all. Of course. So so now I guess if a parent's made a decision, if they're having either a wide neck or a slim neck bottle, um, I guess the, the next thing, of course, is once we've got the bottle decision down pat is moving on to the teat. So, I mean, how do parents know what size teat and opening is right for their baby? I understand that there is a round and a Y cut. So why is this? Yes, so it's important to then choose the right teat and there's teats made um, their their reduced for different age groups. So it's really important to read the packaging before purchasing. Um, Most are sort of zero to three months, three to six months, that kind of thing. Um, The the round opening, it allows the milk to drip out slowly, whereas the Y-cut really allows the baby to better uh, figure out how to make that milk flow. So they, they have more control over it over it themselves. So it's probably better for an older baby that has a good, strong suck and knows how to use a bottle and and that feeding method. Whereas the dripping is best for a younger baby because it's just going to drip out gradually. Of course, the stronger they suck, the drips come more quickly. But at the end of the day, it's still only going to be a drip at a time. Is this to do, I guess, with the flow rate of milk also? Yeah, absolutely. So and um, the different amount that of flow of, of milk that comes out, and that's dependent on the type of teat opening, the age and, and um, the strength of the suck, but also on the milk itself. Is it a thicker um, infant formula or is it thinner? Um, 
whether it's coming out around the edges of the baby's mouth, whether they look like they're getting frustrated and they're almost sucking the the teat inside out and it's collapsing. Um, All of those things need to be sort of taken into account to see if the teat is suitable and if it's working well for the baby. Okay. So then what features are really important for a parent to consider then when deciding on a teat? Is it the shape? Is it the surface texture? Is it the air ventilation system? Or I guess all of the above, like what are your thoughts? I think the most important thing to start with is the age of the baby, Um, whether they've used a bottle and teat before or whether they've been fully breastfed and so this is a a brand new thing for them. Um, Whether they suffer from colic or tend to get a lot of wind and you think that that's a factor, all of those things need to be taken into account. Mm. So I guess how do parents know when is the right time to change their their baby's teat size, do you think? Um, I think if if it's not working well, so if um, or if they are getting a lot of wind, for instance, and you think that they're suffering from colic or or just a lot of wind, um, you know, something like Pigeon's um, air vent system is something to look at that may reduce that. Um, But equally also looking at, um, you know, if, for instance, it's taking a lot of effort for them to feed um, because they're sucking and sucking and sucking and the milk's um, flowing very slowly, increasing the size of or the age and size of the teat to the next size up or going from the uh, the round opening to the Y cut and trying that out um, because it, regardless of what's written on the pa- packaging, every baby is a little bit different and they will develop differently. I've seen newborns that can suck very strongly and I've seen six-month-old babies who are still very gentle and need need to a, a teat that will allow that flow to happen more easily. Mm-hmm. So I guess, you know, with, with that as a um, sort of flowing on, I guess with parents not knowing the right time to change their, their baby's teat size, um, there's, there's different things and, and they are noted in the article as well, which we were just talking about, a size, uh, aside from the visible cracks or te- tears, um, it's things, for example, like milk pours out in in a stream, the discoloration, uh, the teat is losing shape and is a sticky feel or swelling. Would you agree with any of those at all, Belinda? Yes, absolutely. So we know that teats will only last, you know, say two or three months at a time and then may need to be um, changed. So do keep a close eye on it. This is going into your baby's mouth, um, you know, multiple times a day, depending on how many bottles and teats that you have. Um, they do get used a lot. So there is a bit of wear and tear. So keep keep a really close eye on um, both the bottle and the teat, looking for discoloration, any cracks. Um, Because the teat's going into their mouth as well, if there were any cracks, it's a potential choking hazard as well. So keep a close eye on that. Um, And and, uh, I think most of the plastic bottles will last around six months. So um, Nothing lasts forever. We do have to take good care of it, but also keep an eye on it. And because this is what you're feeding your baby on, if you're fully formula feeding or fully uh, expressing and bottling, um, they, they will get a lot of use. Yeah, and I guess when looking at purchasing bottles and teats, it can be difficult, as we mentioned earlier, to know which brands to choose 
And one thing for sure is that when parents are deciding, um, you know, what to buy, um, make sure to ensure the products are based on scientific research. And I understand for over 60 years, and that is a long time, uh, pigeon have um, dedicated research towards the sucking behavior of babies. And for that reason, that's why many top uh, medical and academic professionals recommend pigeon all around the world. Is that the same reason that you choose to recommend them to parents as a maternal and child health nurse? Yes, I think it's really important. Again, because this is what your baby is feeding on, and this is so important for their nutrition to have a safe delivery method of that milk. Um, I think sticking with uh, a brand that does use the you know evidence to inform the way that they uh, design and manufacture their products is really important. Mm. Now we've covered a lot of information in our chat today. If you were to summarize your key messages for anyone watching and listening, what would they be? I think always try a few different um, teats and bottles and um, try and figure out which style and, and size and shape um, suits. It's not just about what they look like and which ones you like the most, it's more about function. So looking at how your baby feeds uh, and changing them as appropriate. And I think if you just hold off on buying your whole kit of bottles and teats until you, you know which ones are working the best and just know over that, that first year of life, that will change slightly as your baby develops and grows as well. Um, and also ask a health professional if you're not sure um, or if you need some support with this. These are the sorts of questions we are, are asked all the time mm -hmm. and we would love to observe your baby feeding on the bottle. So if you're able to, bring a bottle to your next maternal child health appointment and show us what your baby's doing or get some video on your phone as well and we can have a look and do a bit of troubleshooting. Um, and we also have in many places feeding clinics that can give really um, highly specialised advice if that's required. But in closing, you know, even if you think that you won't need baby bottles and teats, it's better to have some high quality baby bottles and teats on hand. You never know when you will need them. And of course, for, for mums who intend on breastfeeding exclusively, it's just good to be mindful that there may be times when expressed milk uh, breast milk um, and uh, I guess a go-to baby bottle is something that you'll want and or need on standby. Um, but with this, always talk to a health professional, either a midwife, a maternal and child health nurse, a lactation consultant or GP for your individual needs and, and circumstances, as of course, there isn't one size that fits all. So, of course, to prepare uh, for the arrival of your little one or to enhance, of course, your current bottle feeding experience, it's worthwhile looking out for Pigeon. Uh, their range can be found on the Pigeon website or at your local pharmacy or baby retailer. Thank you for your time today, Belinda, and everybody else. Take care and stay safe. Thank you.